Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are continuing looking at the parables of the Lord Jesus Christ, but we've taken a rather lengthy little sidebar here that helped establish the background and the context. Uh, I believe the last parable that we saw in Matthew was in chapter 22. The next one will be at the end of chapter 25. And so we're actually reading through the balance of chapter 22, 23, 24, and 25. And it's really, really important because you see that tension is greatly increasing. Tension between the religious rulers and Jesus uh, is quite confrontational, uh, particularly here in the 23rd chapter, because we've reached a point now where Jesus is literally looking at them and saying, woe to you, scribes, Pharisees, and hypocrites. So remember, Jesus had told the people, his disciples and the people gathered around him, the crowd, to not call anybody rabbi because there's only one who's really your teacher. And don't go be calling somebody father because there's one who is your father. And don't be calling each other leader because there's one leader. Now, again, that doesn't mean that there aren't roles and functionings within this. Yes, there are leaders, there are fathers, there are teachers. But the idea is this, that when someone comes along and they demand to be called and to be honored and revered, we actually have a word for that, reverend, the one to be revered, when they demand that by title and the fact that you have to, by acclamation, call them that, that's a serious problem. And Jesus says, don't do that. Well, why? He tells us in verse 11 of Matthew 23, For the greatest among you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. But, so the first word of the 13th verse is the word but. And we looked at this in a previous episode. Let me read this verse, and then we'll press on. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you shut off the kingdom of heaven from people. For you do not enter in yourself, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. So he was saying woe to them because they were literally cutting off the kingdom of heaven from the people. Some people were seeking to enter into it, and they would not allow them. They were resisting them. They were stopping them. And there's all sorts of ways they could have stopped them, particularly within the culture and society of the day. But Jesus continues on. Listen to verse 14. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. Now, Jesus says this seven times. There's seven different woes right here. Here's the second one. Why this woe? Because you devour widows' houses, and for a pretense you make long prayers. Therefore, you will receive greater condemnation. Whoa. <laughs> now think about that. Let me read that again. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you devour widows' houses, and for a pretense you make long prayers. Therefore, you will receive greater condemnation. So what is this woe related to? Because these church leaders, these scribes, these Pharisees, these hypocrites were devouring widows' houses. I've actually seen that happen. I've actually seen people who take advantage of widows, okay, who take advantage of the elderly, 
who take advantage of the situation. And remember what the scripture says, true religion is taking care of widows and orphans, watching over them. But when they sit there and literally devour their house, you know, I've seen it where a, a widow uh, gave their house to a church. You know, well, that's fine. That's fine. And in this case, it was fine. She was at the end of her life. She's about to move into a, uh, a much smaller place. And she had the uh, resources to do this kind of thing. So she gave the house to the church. But then I found a little more detail about how it came down and what was said and all this kind of stuff. And it was real close to this kind of thing right here. She, in her heart, did what was the right thing. And uh, God will bless her in eternity for it. Okay? Those that were sort of behind it and manipulating it were real close to devouring widows' houses, particularly in the way that they wound up using the resource had been given to them. So you see what the idea is that their motivation is they're trying to get all they can get out of somebody. And it's nothing new. We, well, we were studying this here locally this week in uh, Zechariah. We studied the ninth, 10th, 11 chapters this week. And it's mentioned there about these shepherds and these bad shepherds and how they're abusing the sheep and how they're literally eating everything of the sheep. I mean, they're, they're just, they're eating. They're using every element of the sheep, even down to the hoofs. And <laughs> they're trying to get all they can out of the sheep. Well, what's the principle? The principle is, rather than just fleecing the flock, we've heard that before, haven't we? At least when you fleece the flock, you let the flock live. In this case, the sheep were dying, which doesn't make any sense, because when you fleece the sheep, at least you get the fleece again next year, right? <laughs> In this case, though, they were devouring widows' houses, and watch this, for a pretense, you make long prayers. Now, what, what is pretense? What does that mean? It's the idea uh, for appearance sake, for the sake of appearance, for the sake to uh, the, the way you can look like you're holy and godly and righteous, that you're not a hypocrite. For a pretense, you make long prayers. You know, that, that is a tendency today. <laughs> I, I just shared this story just a while ago with somebody. I'll share it with y'all real quick. Uh, there's a guy that I know. He's, he's known all over the world. I've met him several times. He's a cool guy, a great guy, a good Bible teacher, et cetera, et cetera, about a lot of things. And he shared a story with us one time that he was teaching his uh, children to pray for the sick. So he's going to the hospital to pray for somebody, and he took his son with him. And his son was 15 or 16 years old, something like that. And he says, son, I want you to lead forth in this prayer. I want you to do this when we get there. Well, okay, Dad, I'll do it. I'll do it. So they get there, and they chat for a moment. And he says, okay, we're going to pray for you right now. So, son, you, you begin. And the boy laid his hands on him, on the man, and said, God, fix him. And that's all he prayed. Uh, <laughs> the dad, our friend, was all put out because at first he thought that the son was being smart-alecky and flippant, you know, that type of thing. Well, then he realized that he wasn't, but he was just like, oh, well, you know, well, 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 that's, that's not, you know, is that a real prayer to say, God, fix it? Even my friend, even myself, even most of us, we get caught up in so many pretenses of things. And one of the things is we feel like we have to say a certain kind of prayer a certain kind of way in a certain kind of length. Uh, otherwise, God is not paying attention to us. Uh, if I remember correctly, the guy that was prayed for, God fixed him. God did fix him. He was healed. <laughs> uh, he fixed the uh, patient, and he uh, brought a degree of humility into the Father. 
So that's what Jesus is dealing with right here. These guys, they would say these long prayers, and it was for the sake of pretense. That's where we get the word pretentious, all right? The way they would look good for the sake of appearance. But he's not done with it yet. He brings it there for. So you devour widows' houses, and for pretense you make prayers. Therefore, so there's a conclusion to be drawn from all this, you will receive greater condemnation. Greater condemnation? There's all these hints in Scripture that there's uh, it's more than a hint in Scripture. Really, it's said forthright that there's uh, degrees of rewards in eternity in the presence of the Lord and that there are degrees of condemnation. And here these folks are going to receive greater condemnation. How that comes about, I don't know. I don't know if that means uh, there's an extra hot area within the lake of fire. I don't know. But I do know it's the Lord that says this, that because of this, you will receive greater condemnation. The Lord does not look favorably upon people who do not, who take advantage of the elderly, of widows, of children. The Lord is not impressed by pretentious long prayers. We need to be careful. It's easy to get caught up in this thing. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you next episode. Goodbye.